0: And welcome to the Mac Observer's Media Plus podcast, our weekly look at the world of digital media and Apple's place within it. I'm your host, Charlotte Henry, and I'm really thrilled to be joined once again by Nika Monford from the Snub OS podcast. I've had her on before. I've had her co-host Terrence Gaines on before. It's always great to catch up with them. So thanks so much for joining me. Thanks, Charlotte. Thanks for having me back. Uh, I enjoy always coming on and, and chatting with you. Yeah, no, we always have fun. And I've agreed. We had to negotiate. You know, Nika's a very easygoing, very nice person to chat to, but we had to have a little negotiation before the show <laughs> about how much Ted Lasso she was allowed to discuss because she's very excited by the end of Series 2. And we're going to do a Series 2 special with uh, Jeff Gammer and Tom Merritt, who we... Did a, you know? Once the series started, I discussed it with them right at the top of the series. So mm-hmm. three months on, I'm getting them back to discuss what they thought of the whole thing. But Nico, I believe you have some thoughts. I do. So I will just
1: say this. The The clock's timing you, by the way. (laughs) The first I heard of Ted Lasso was actually on um, your show when I came on the first time. You're welcome. And and you were like, you know, you can't come on without talking about Ted Lasso. And I'm like, I've kind of heard some rumblings about it, but I didn't really watch it. I hadn't really watched it. Then it kind of like gained momentum on Twitter and everyone was talking about it. I was like, you know what? This whole concept sounds kind of strange of the premise of the show. But I was like, let me give it uh, a look-see and see if I like it. First episode in, I was totally sold on it. And I was like, I binged as much as I could. I think I binged (laughs) up through the first season over the weekend uh... and into, I I think the second season just has started. So I I love the show. I love the premise. I love- you're into the second season, aren't you? Yes, I'm into the second season. I haven't watched Friday's episode. I had a pretty busy oh. weekend. So I'm catching up on, on that um, hopefully today um, okay. and um, getting ready uh, for Friday. Fridays are my favorite days now because mm. I know that's when Taylor Lasso drops. I just, I love the show. I love the concept. I love the characters and the way they incorporate music. It's just, so fun and enjoyable to watch um yeah. especially in this climate that we're in things are kind of just nuts all around and it's just great to have a show like that that's 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 joyful even though it has it's you know s- you know sad moments or sure, moments yeah. where you have to especially reflect the episode and think you just watched. yes um but it still has that light feel to it and i i just love everything about it i i want to get um I want to get a Jersey. <laughs> <I don't
0: know. laughs> All the Americans keep saying to this, <laughs> Kelly Gamon, who hosts uh, the Mac Observer's daily observation show is very into Ted Lasso merch as well. Mm. I fundamentally disapprove because they're not a real football team. And as a football fan, you can, I can only wear merch associated with the, my team, but I understand, I get it. Um, and so, I thought so i 'm interested that you kept the love for series two. I loved season one mm-hmm. Sorry, i went from I went from a British to american there. yes season <laughs> season one where you guys are season one uh, I loved I thought was brilliant did all the things you described. Mm-hmm. I think season two has had some really high moments mm-hmm. um, and actually, I think the episode you 're about to watch the penultimate episode of season two is the best one possibly across the two seasons that I've seen. Oh wow. So now I'm super excited. Like it's pretty it's a pretty special episode. It does the stuff with the music you're talking about mm-hmm. as the joyfulness you're talking about. There's a bit mm-hmm. of it, like it's very 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 good. So um, after we get done recording, I am
1: going upstairs and I am turning on Apple TV plus. I, I I'm super excited. Look about forward
0: it. to the excited DM afterwards. Um <laughs> But yeah, so it's interesting that binge watching, you maybe kept the momentum going a bit longer, which is an interesting take on it. Um, and like it didn't didn't lose some of the momentum with you having binge watched season one. No, um, no, no. So yeah, and as I said, we've got a special coming up for uh, the series finale, which will go out on, so a week today, a week after you listen to this show. It'll be the Tuesday after the final episode drop. So I'll
1: definitely be tuning yeah. in to hear all yeah. of the takes. And then it's you can aided.
0: debate with Tom Merritt over on DTNS why he, <laughs> you're right and he's wrong and it'll be good. Exactly. Right? We'll do a bit Love of cross platform. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and actually talking of cross platform, that's one of the topics I wanted to dive into a bit here. Because it's a thing I've we've often hinted out various guests on various topics on how Apple has the capacity to do things across its now various media platforms. Um, and we're seeing more and more of it. And I think it's a thing that is worth delving into and spending a bit of time on. And actually you provided the perfect segue with your reference to Ted Lasso music, because um, there is a whole pod. I didn't realize this, but there is a whole playlist on Apple music of the sound, all the song, most of the song, all the big songs included it across Ted Lasso, both episodes, um, including that Rick Astley song. Yes, don't worry. <laughs> really? I did not know that No, either. I didn't either. I discovered this like <laughs> towards the end of last week, digging around. Um, and so, yeah, that's one example of how mm-hmm. a very obvious, easy cross-platform thing they can do. And I think they've done it with other shows as well. Another thing we've seen is uh john stewart uh mm-hmm. has an apple tv plus show mm-hmm. and that apple tv plus show has a podcast which accompanies the show is always on the same topic as the bi-weekly show but is totally different original content it's not like one of those things where it's they take the talk show and make it a podcast so you can mm. listen to it or watch it it's totally separate Uh, and that struck me as really interesting we'd seen it a bit with a thing called the line actually was something else i discussed with jeff gamut on this show where the line was a podcast it was called an apple tv plus podcast i'll leave Mm -hmm. you to try and get your head around the house that that (laughs) one right and then there's subsequently going to be a tv show related to what we learned in the line now it It strikes me as interesting. It's not surprising that they can do this, right, Nika, that they Mm -hmm. have this capacity. But I'm interested on kind of your perspective on it and where you think we might end up seeing Apple going with this. Because we're only going to get more of it shortly, right? Right,
1: right. And I think it really makes sense that you do cross-platform content because people, you know, we're watching TV, we're watching TV, I think, more now than ever. And, you know, when you're, you know, walking, you know, outside or doing exercise, people will pop in a podcast and, and do that while they're walking their dog or just, you know, when they have some downtime where they can't necessarily be engaged visually, they are engaged auditory. So it just really kind of... I think it's good on branding as well because it takes what you see on the video content, moving it over to audio. So you're keeping, you're trying to retain users and the best way to do it is honestly to kind of bombard them with, with content. And if it's not the same thing, if it's a little bit different spin or a different, you know, take on a topic that was discussed, you keep people engaged rather rather than just regurgitating what they've seen visually or Vice versa, what they've heard as yeah,
0: well. I think that's a really important point. Actually, what has worked so far is that all the extras in inverted commas are original; it's original stuff. Mm-hmm. So, the John Stewart podcast is a original discussion, kind of giving insight how they got to the show. Um, so, the first uh, John Stewart episode is about Veterans Affairs and Veterans Healthcare. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two of his staff members two of his writers are veterans so he, he has them on the podcast discussing the issues and also you get a little bit of insight into how they wrote the show and that kind of thing right and i think that's more useful to us as consumers as than just a, as i say to taking the audio track from your tv show and making it a podcast Right. And that's something that we've learned
1: with our podcast. We just switched up our podcast format a bit just this past episode. So we, what that's what we were doing. We would go live on YouTube and we'd, you know, do the live feed of the show, rip out the audio from it, and then post the audio on your typical, you know, podcast outlets, Spotify, Google, and um, of course, Apple podcast. And what we learned from that is, People don't necessarily want to sit there and just watch what we're saying. You know, just watch us kind of talking and then go over and hear the auditory part. So what we decided to do is instead of just putting the full video up for the public, we chop it up a bit and we just kind of pull either funny things um, from the show and just post that or pull certain segments that we think are important for, you know, retention and just to regurgitate. So that way when you're looking at the YouTube channel, you're just not watching a stream of, you know, our show usually goes about an hour of us just, you know, sitting there talking, where you can pretty much get kind of the same thing when you listen to the auditory part because yes. it's well, the same we don't thing. get to
0: see you in turns lovely faces, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, have, I, got, you, I know what you're saying. You, yeah,
1: we give you bite-sized chunks of it. So, um, so yeah, so I think it, it really is um, important. And I think it really keeps um, the consumer engaged when you come at a particular topic for the week from, you know, different angles. And especially on television shows, behind-the-scenes stuff is always, to me, fascinating to see how they even get to the actual visual product.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh, It was really interesting hearing the writers talk about stuff. Uh, And they've, what they've also done, I actually want to talk about the kind of evolution of a podcast with you in Mm -hmm. a little bit, because you said quite a lot of very interesting things there. But, um, just to finish up the kind of bit on the Apple TV plus side of it, Mm -hmm. one thing I've also noticed with increasingly with Apple TV plus in general and, um, the John Stewart show as well. And very noticeably is that they're doing as well as doing stuff on their own platforms. You're going to be shocked by this Nika. Apple is playing nice with other platforms. I know, I know. Really? I know. So they typically Apple likes to, you know, have its sandbox to itself, keep itself to itself. Right. This is what I'm saying, but they're doing a lot of exclusive stuff on YouTube. Now, I so for instance on that veterans affairs episode of John Stuart there is a digi- digital exclusive panel discussion about that issue with a whole host of people, um, which is really in, you know interesting. Talk. And it's, it's only t- on YouTube. That I, content is o- oh, only on YouTube. I suspect it's on various platforms, but it was released okay. separately to the show okay. on a variety of platforms. Okay. I don't, but I don't think it's part of the main show. Mm. I think that's the point. And so I found that really interesting. One is, and we've seen it with lots of different shows. So with Coda, they had a Mm -hmm. lot of stuff of people discussing American sign language and how you use American sign language in films and how that works. Mm -hmm. And, you know, different, all different quirks and aspects of American sign language that us as hearing people would never understand and know. And it was. It was, again, not included in the film, obviously, but it's, like, on top of the film and Mm -hmm. it's promotional material, of course, but also it's a... It's it's an extra thing to it gets more the,
1: ears I think for people who aren't Apple users who don't you know right. have Apple TV Plus there are some people who are stark you know against using anything Apple but Apple TV Plus has some great content and people want to be a part of that so that is a way to get additional ears that Apple may not have you know gotten because people use other you know devices
0: right and if if you get there via YouTube which is like the second biggest search engine in the world. Mm-hmm. Apple doesn't care, right? Uh, as long I, I as you think get their content, what that's what they from. care about, right? Exactly, yeah. and that isn't what it comes down to. I always notice there's never ads; those YouTube videos are never monetized <laughs> because they are, obviously they don't want to. Um, I'm guessing they don't want to send that money back through the YouTube Google Alphabet ecosystem, but, right. which may, always makes me laugh. But yes, <laughs> it's um it, it's interesting how they really seem to be doubling down on this both releasing clips from the shows in the way you've described about your own podcast. And in fact, more interesting to me, I think is the exclusive content. So every episode of the morning show seems to have a, how the episode was made video that goes up on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then there is the more formal things of like accompanying podcasts um, and that kind of thing. Uh, And of course the first, as ever, the first person with this was Oprah. Because <laughs> obviously, <laughs> because she had when she, the book club stuff and her book mm-hmm. references came over to Apple, mm-hmm. obviously, you've got Apple, it go through Apple Books. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then plus the show through Apple TV, plus, and then there you go. And yeah. I, the what I wonder, and both of us can speculate on this because unless you've been told something, I haven't. Um, oh, I don't know the answer. We, you can only imagine that this is going to increase. And I wonder if there's going to be products and shows and content deliberately around, designed around how many different Apple platforms they can get on and work with.
1: No, no. I, think, I, I honestly think really anything is possible. I think once they... Because at the end of the day, it's all about dollars and cents. So if they figure out that this is the formula to get more eyes... On Apple TV Plus, and to get it more, um, you know, recognition similar to your Netflix or your Hulu or some of the other platforms, they're going to use all manner of methods to 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 get the content out to the different users. So, I definitely, I honestly, with the. Um, with the advent of the kind of accompanying podcast to a a show where there's a recap, where there's behind the scenes, I think that definitely engages consumers more and, and allows consumers to, you know, more or less buy in more into the characters into the premise of the show. So I definitely see this being a a new type of like working model to when they get ready to roll out shows it's kind of already baked in into the process.
0: I, I think that has to be right. You it's I mean, I don't want to use the phrase metaverse cuz but <laughs> that's kind of the what you're getting at. You're seeing mm-hmm. different you know they did it with trying on YouTube they had the show trying, they had different, you know, little point of view videos from the different characters. Um, and, you know, when you have assets like Oprah and John Stewart, who have kind of their own production companies and own product facilities and billions of people that want to work for them, mm-hmm. you can deploy and you're paying a lot of money for them. I suppose you want to get as much content out of that as possible right you want to use those people and have them create as much as they possibly can and have it on as many places as you possibly can put it yeah
1: i agree i think so definitely
0: actually now i'm thinking about it i'm kind of surprised we haven't had a official apple tv plus oprah podcast yeah i know she's done like the specials but i don't think it's been
1: anything like you know, a
0: weekly drop
1: of anything.
0: She's done TV specials and Mm -hmm. lots of that kind of thing. Right. We haven't had like, as you say, a weekly kind of podcast that plays into the shows Mm -hmm. that that I can think, unless I'm forgetting something and there's maybe a a book club thing or something like that. that's directly from Apple TV plus. Right. But I'm, I can't I can't think of anything offhand. I don't think I've I've seen anything to that effect. No, and not in the say not in the way that um they did it with John Stewart, which was part of the initial announcement of this show mm-hmm. was there's a TV show and there's a podcast. There was the same with the line. You're gonna hear the podcast first. And actually, and this in you know, on reflection was clearly deliberate. The show ends on quite a big bit of news. And so the, the podcast. And mm-hmm. so obviously one would assume that the TV show picks up in some way where the podcast left off because they're, they're from different people, but it's a kind mm-hmm. of accompanying piece of media. So yeah, it, it is a very interesting way that Apple TV plus has developed as we approach its second year. It's something we kind of assumed would happen, but it's, mm-hmm. we're starting to see it really in action now.
1: Yeah, um, I, I think so for sure.
0: Yeah. And you were t- you were talking before about the kind of your own, in your media empire, your evolution of you, you and Terrence's show, um, Snob OS Cast. Talk me through that a bit. so Because I'm always interested on this show to get a bit meta and hear po- you know, podcast on podcasting, mm-hmm. hear from creators. And explain how that kind of process went a bit. So you've been doing the show for how long? So we've been doing the show for, I think,
1: going on two years i believe um yeah
0: i think we started um enough yeah, episodes that you too- can't quite remember when episode one was right <laughs> i think when we're
1: on episode we just recorded episode 143 last week nice so that's kind of if we can divide that, do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah and we're you know a weekly podcast and we that's what we started out as we started out as just a strictly years, podcast yeah Yeah. And, um, we just started out as audio. Um, and then, um, you know, we've been on, uh, Tom, uh, Tom show, Tom and Sarah show, and, um, you know, they have the video component. So probably about a year, maybe a year and some change in, we added the video component. So we live stream, um, our audio podcast, our, our, our podcast, um, on on YouTube. And then, you know, we strip out, like I said, we strip out the audio from that and we, you know, go through the, you know, normal RSS feeds and load it out to Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And, you know, as we learn and as we grow in this process, because it definitely is a process we've learned so much, um, through this whole type of what it started out as was an experiment to see if we liked it, to see if we would have fun doing it. And we both enjoyed doing the show. So it just naturally progressed to, to different mediums to where we are starting with um, the episode we just recorded episode 143, we decided to um, chop it up a bit. So you don't just, you know, go to our YouTube channel and just see us talking and hearing the same thing that you were on the audio podcast. We pull out specific clips, um, you know, and usually like, you know, between five and 10 minutes, uh, per segment if it's something that was, you know, yeah. super funny or insightful or something that we or wanted a specific to specific
0: tip on. Life. Yeah,
1: specific tip, yeah. And we roll that out and we don't, you know, just kind of put it all out there one time. We kind of space it out. So we'll do one clip, you know, one day and then maybe a couple of days down the line, you know, release another clip. So that way it it really, I think, engages our users more and it helps with the retention and and growth because. You're getting to see some people like to just sit there and listen to, you know, an hour, hour and a half content or can listen to super long podcasts. And some people have short attention spans. They're like, well, I'm jumping jumping from place to place. And so just giving them, you know, smaller spurts, it's like, oh, I can listen to, you know, this thing you know, that's coming up with Apple, that's good. That's cool. That's good to know. Or if you want to hear about our tip of the week, oh yeah, let me just see what that is. And it gives you options and it allows the, honestly, the consumer, our, our listeners to be more engaged and in control of their user experience. They mm-hmm. can choose where they want to listen to the whole audio podcast, or if they just want to go and, you know, hear about pertinent, um, you know, things from the show and they can just watch that on YouTube in five to 10 minutes and, you know, go about their day. So that's pretty much the evolution of it.
0: From you as a creator, that's obviously a whole nother layer of work. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, We, when we,
1: when we talked about it, we did acknowledge that, you know, chopping up the video, it is, you know, extra work. It is additional labor that we, um, couldn't have even thought of when we, you know, came up with the idea to do the podcast. But, you know, we have a a small but loyal uh, fan base and we want to make sure that we give them, you know, the best listening experience as possible. So um, it's it's worth that work. And we added a Patreon component as well, you know, to our podcast that provides some additional content. So we were already, you know, doing a little bit of extra work, so
0: to speak. So it just kind of, it's just a natural progression, the natural flow of it. And do you find that it's kind of in, improved user engagement? You've got new listeners in who said, Oh, I saw this clip and then I wanted to listen to the whole show. Are you, does it? Is we it haven't been off that able way? to
1: yeah, we haven't been able to tell yet since um just last week was our first episode, um, you know, chopping it up, but we did get a new Patreon um supporter, uh, you know, pretty much uh not long after we dropped um our new kind of ish format. So, you know, in that respect, um, we haven't really gotten any feedback from that particular user, you know, of, of what brought them to the show, but, you know, I would like to think that, you know, the different format kind of maybe spurred, spurred on some, some additional, additional listens.
0: Don't worry if it was putting (laughs) people off the internet would let you know. (laughs) I'm
1: sure. Exactly. Or we'd get some sort of email from some person. Exactly. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Um, actually why as you mentioned kind of this idea of how extra content can help monetization again it it just emphasizes to me how the the same similar trends across the media ecosystem right so we were started this conversation kind of talking about how extra clips on youtube or extra podcasts that are free to listen to on your podcast app but might then encourage you to sign up for Emmy award-winning Apple TV Plus's, mm-hmm. stu- you know, st- streaming service. Right. It's, it's in a way it's kind of, it's fascinating to step back and look at how actually it's all at different scales, but we're all kind of playing the same game in a way. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think, um, I don't know
1: who to credit that to, but we are really all on the same trajectory, like you said, on different scales, of course, you have your mammoths of your apple t v pluses, and then you kind of trickle down to some of your your podcasts, say, like a snob os. So I think we really are it it really is a trend it really is a trend where you have multiple you know streams of content similar in nature, but different in essence around the same type of content so it it really you know gives the user the control to to decide how they want their listening and or watching experience to be
0: yeah i've um, no yeah our very good friend obviously dave hamilton who uh, one of the founders of the mac observer and the mac geek gab podcast they often split up different bits of their show you know individual tips or products they like or whatever and share them over on the MacObserver.com, the individual clips from different shows you know not the whole show although mm-hmm. you can watch the whole show on YouTube as well as a podcast and so yeah it's just the direction of things and I'm obviously going to have to spend some time after this episode sitting around <laughs> and chopping up this show right right I'm that's clearly what I'm going to have to do now but I, I think that that is the direction of travel and in the i suppose the overall point in terms of the big name players apple is really what must be one of the best placed to create that kind of again don't want to use the word but metaverse mm-hmm. of content where because they just basically owned so many different types of out channels you know
1: yes definitely
0: you want to release a you want to talk about books we've got the bookstore and the podcast place where you can talk about it and the TV channel. And so the on. playlist with the, the accompanying, the, you know, it's it you just, like the it songs in the you like the songs in the show? Well, they're in an Apple Music playlist, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no doubt we as we've said, we will continue to see that. I should also add that um we've got a little bit of a listener survey going for this show. I'll include it in the show notes. Um, so you can check that out below, but we always love to hear what you like, don't like, want to do, no have more of or less of on this show. So do fill that out. And um, you mentioned your podcast, so you better give us a proper plug, Nika. It's the O S cast, right? Yes, it's the Snobble Westcast. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google
1: Podcasts, and Spotify. You can also check out our uh, YouTube channel. It's at Snobble Westcast. Our website is snobblewestcast.com. And um, you can find me on Twitter at Tech Savvy Diva. And you can find our show on Twitter at Snobble Westcast.
0: You see, this is the kind of pro it is, right? I was just like, Tell us where you are. She gives us the whole rundown. I don't even have to be like, oh, you want to, you know, this is the kind of pro I'm dealing with today. That's what we like. Um, you can, of course, follow me at Charlotte A. Henry on Twitter and I'm at the com every day where we've got all sorts of stories and there's a lot to cover from apple cut as we get into the final quarter of the year it's the final quarter of the year nika i can't believe it
1: it's been so short but so long (laughs) at the same time here's to hoping that 2022 brings us much greater fortune
0: (laughs) yeah we can't start doing that it's only october we can't be looking you know we've got three months left. we're not we can't do christmas in the new year just yet um (laughs) but uh Certainly, let's hope uh, that this kind of as we enter the final quarter, the uh, things go well. There's going to be an awful yeah. lot, I should say, of content coming to Apple TV Plus. I've got a definitely, uh, yeah, I've got a rundown of what's coming this fall up on the site, and no doubt we'll start hearing more about what's going to happen over the the holiday season as well mm-hmm. in the coming weeks. So there's going to be a lot to be keeping up with. Join definitely. us next week, yeah. Do join us next week for our Ted Lasso season finale special. And I'll see you then.